You're listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast, where our mission is to make you more money so you'll have less stress and more free time. It's all about mindset, attitude, and taking action. And your host, Wayne Weathersby, knows how to make that happen. He's negotiated and closed over $150 million in contracts while building businesses with proven success strategies that he wants to share with you. So if you're ready to make some real money, then let's get to it. Here's Coach Wayne. Hello, Ashley. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. So today we've got a very special guest. This young lady is from sunny Southwest Florida, as she says. That's her location. And her name is Ashley Hausman. And she is a very successful real estate agent in that area. And she does some amazing things. And I thought you guys would be interested in hearing from her because she uses a lot of the principles that we talk about on this show. And I would like for people to get to know her a little better and to see that absolutely anybody, no matter their circumstances, can accomplish their goals and expectations and dreams by just applying a few simple um, processes and procedures. So thank you so much for being on the show. So well, thank you all, for having me and thanks for the kind words. <laughs> absolutely. So absolutely, first of all, I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, talk about your, you know, where you're from, where you've been, and uh, give us a little background on who Ashley Hausman is. All right, Ashley Hausman. Well, I am a, I lead a team here in sunny Southwest Florida, which is like Charlotte, Sarasota, DeSoto counties. I run a team of seven, and I'm a third generation realtor. I've been doing this for almost 18 years. I am a mom of three amazing boys, a wife to a really great guy who is also my business partner and team uh, team leader. Tease him every day. Or a lot of people tease him about giving him my my last <laughs> me getting his last name for houseman, and all I do is sell houses. So, uh, <laughs> but grew up in the on the west coast of Florida and went to college at Florida Atlantic University. Started marketing, studied marketing and management. And uh, went there on a college golf scholarship. Played four years of Division One uh, golf page for my college education, and ended up back here and starting our business. Well, that's interesting because with your golfing background, that runs parallel with a lot on how you run a successful business, right? To be successful in golf, you've got to practice, and you've got to compete. And you've got to do things that sometimes put you out of your comfort level and put you in pressure situations to succeed, right? All of the above. Lots and Absolutely. lots and lots of practice. <laughs> Absolutely. So you said you work in uh, Southwest Florida. So if somebody wanted to relocate to Florida, how would they reach out to you? How can they find you? Well, uh, all over on uh, several social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, Instagram, and recently trying this whole Tiki Talk thing. <laughs> um, okay. My my handle is Broker Exclusives, or you can search for me at, at Ashley Houseman or Houseman Team. I also have our website, which is www.ashleyhouseman.com. And you guys do a really good job with your social media presence because from what I understand, you guys get a lot of your referral business and cut new customers from people finding you on Facebook and some of the amazing posts that you make, correct? Yes, uh, absolutely. We have a really good, not only like here locally, like a good face on social, but also internationally with our referral network, with our agents and our realtors all over the world. We, um, I, this is, just this past year have been asked to be an Inman ambassador and Inman news is the main outlet for news within the real estate realm. It's sort of like the New York times uh, of real estate. So oh, my, my social media presence over the years has gotten me to a point where they have asked me to be an ambassador for them. And, and anyway, it's been great. Have an amazing network all over the world. 
Congratulations. Thank you. You bet. So you mentioned a couple of things that I want to elaborate on. So being a mom of three boys, how do you balance work life, mom life, wife life? And what advice or tips would you give moms and dads out there that may be helpful to them going forward, navigating all of the above, life, work, and how to do it at a high level? So a whole lot of Jesus and a whole little bit of sleep. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, being completely honest. Um, three boys and then you add a husband in there, my four boys. And of course, there's four dogs on top of that. We have four English bulldogs. So there's not a, it's a whole lot of organized chaos in my house. But um, really just teaching the boys uh well during the pandemic really we just we had a seven month long spring break <laughs> so we had to get really creative with the boys and you know keeping them busy and occupied and learning and teaching them new things and life skills so everything turned into an opportunity to learn everything from our chores which I was calling recess like <laughs> learning to wash the fence and the large motor skills and sharing and sensors I actually did a YouTube uh did a YouTube video about that. It's kind of funny. But, uh, you know, to gardening and landscaping and, you know, they wanted to make some money uh, last year to buy a new video game. So, you know, taught them some entrepreneurial skills and economics and taught them, you know, went out and bought all the supplies, taught them how, you know, what is what's gross profit and, you know, netting after the sales and paying mom back for buying all the supplies and, you know, marketing on social media to let people know that they had a product. And, you know, we just had to get really creative in ways to teach the boys life skills, uh, which has been great. Um, so, yeah. Well, and that's, that's a neat uh, thing to talk about because we talk a lot about that on this show, which is you take opportunities, good or bad, and you try to find a way to steer them into something productive, right? Hence the show name, Productive Not Busy. So, you know, coming out of the pandemic, people had all kinds of obstacles or could have been obstacles, which used really had a massive opportunity with three boys and four dogs and a husband and a business <laughs> and trying to navigate all that. So, you know, ultimately you found a way to take something that could have been, you know, a challenge, which it was, and turned it into a positive and turned it into helping people in life, like your boys, right? So that's stuff that we talk about. Young people, we're going to get into a lot in this, in this season two of the show, which is, you know, take every opportunity that you can to teach your little ones to navigate life later on, which makes things easier for them. So, mm -hmm. you know, whether it be failures or successes, because failures are the scars on success, right? So if you, if you don't win, you keep trying and you try to get better. So um, that's an interesting take. And I appreciate you sharing that. So uh, to tag onto that. So, you know, with the last two years being such a challenge, what goals or plans do you have in the short term? And that may be stuff that you learned in the past two years that are going to help make this year easier. And where do you see yourself in five years? I'm not going to lie. I did not come up with an answer to that question. <laughs> okay. Not a problem. That, that's okay. It's okay not to have a problem because these are cold questions. You don't know where they're coming. So no problem. So we'll move on to, well, that's all right. We'll come move on to the next one. So I think that was, that was actually the question. That was the question I was going to have you admit. And I'm surprised you still oh. asked it. Okay. So no I did. <laughs> hey, that's okay. So who is the most impactful person that you've met? recently or in the past that changed the way you look at your business or your life and what did they enlighten you on that was so impactful? So someone who's been super impactful in my life and which has carried over into business was actually somebody that wasn't from the business realm. It was uh, someone within my family, which was my grandmother. We called her Nana and we were super, super close growing up and you know, I had the opportunity to take a six-figure job very far away, out right outside of college with my marketing degree, or I had the opportunity to move back home and move in with her and help her with things. And I chose the latter, which is, I am very grateful for every single day that I did, because 
you know, I've always learned to put family first. And while living with her, I mean, everything from learning to cook from scratch with family recipes and, you know, her passion was gardening and working in the garden. And I helped her, you know, almost every weekend or every other weekend. And now that is a major passion. Now that she has passed, that is a major passion of mine. And, you know, she, my grandma, grandfather passed away uh, when he was 66 and Nana uh, passed when she was 95. So she lived 30 years without my grandfather, which whom she loved very, very, very much. It was her high school sweetheart and, you know, has just taught me that it's okay to be independent and do, you know, all the things in life and just be really <laughs> very strong-willed. I think I probably got that from her, um, but just right. learned a lot of, a lot of, you know, life lessons from her that are invaluable and priceless, really. So she has truly been one of the most impactful people in my entire life. Well, that's neat that you say that because sometimes that we, we look outside of our own sphere to find inspiration and motivation. And sometimes it's right there in front of us if we give the people the time to to share that information with us, right? Especially somebody that lives, lives a long, prosperous life of 95 They've, they've seen and done a lot and probably seen good, bad, and ugly and have opportunities to share that with us. So that's a neat takedown on that, that, you know, you should definitely look in your sphere sometimes to find people that motivate you because sometimes it's right in front of you and you don't even know it. So thanks for sharing that with us. My pleasure. Absolutely. So next, uh, who have you not met yet? that you would like to? Is there somebody out there that inspires you or motivates you or intrigues you to where you would just really like to spend five minutes with that, uh, that you haven't had the opportunity to do with it? And this is, this is past it, living, living or non? <laughs> somebody that just strikes you that, man, I really wish I'd have five minutes with that person. It could be anybody in history or going forward. So in light of recent events, Betty White passed away yes, what, yesterday, yesterday. Yeah, um, yesterday, which is so unbelievably sad. I think she is just the most adorable and bubbly, you know, obviously I've never met her in person, which I would love to love to have, but um, I just kind of identify, identify myself with her, looks like being sweet and bubbly and outgoing and smiley and also like really like quirky and witty and snarky too. So I feel like I would have loved to have met her. Uh, but more than anybody, I think, geez, I would have really, 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 really have loved to meet Walt Disney. Could you and, say that? Oh, uh, did you? Yeah. Good. Walt, man, this, what, what could I not say about Walt Disney? I mean, he's like on his deathbed and he's, you know, imagining and drawing out what Disney World is going to look like on the ceiling tiles of his, you know, his hospital room <laughs> when he's dying. Right. And, you know, just just the amazing visionary that he is. I just, or was, I just wish I so could have met him. I feel like that would have been probably one person I would ask. There's so many, but he is definitely hands down somebody that I would have that inspires me daily and I wish I could have met him in person well that's neat that you say that because first of all you know with Betty White especially what a, what a the more I looked into her because again I, I, I like to research people that are successful and after hearing of her passing and looking at some of her accomplishments you know talk about somebody that really was a was a pioneer. A, she holds the, and I found this out, she holds the Guinness Book World Records for the person that had the longest career in film mm -hmm. ever, ever in history. Yep. I she read that. Eight her, her, yeah, her first, uh, her first movie was in 1939, I think, when she was like seven or eight years old. Wow. And just think of all, and, and the neat thing about her and reading up on her, and I, I did a ton of research right after I heard about her passing, was that just think of all the obstacles as a, as a woman that she endured and was able to stay consistent and persistent and successful and overcoming obstacles that were probably 
nothing that we could ever imagine, A, and do it for such a long time. And just think of all the people that she inspired. I mean, you're one of them, obviously, but just think of I mean, the impact on the world that she had. And even though she was a celebrity and a movie star, it, it doesn't lighten the fact of how impactful in the world she was for for men and women, obviously, mm-hmm. and that any and that anything's possible, especially in that time period, because you're talking about, you know, coming out of the right out of the depression, you know, for somebody to dream of being a movie star, what 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 were the odds, you know, especially from her humble background and, and her beginnings that she came from, but and then with Walt Disney, I mean, what's the ultimate <laughs> example of somebody dreaming up something almost nearly impossible? I mean, he was told. Mm. that he that he was crazy i mean that you know what in the world could you possibly uh, uh, you know been uh motivated by to dream up something like that but he he did it and that was amazing and it's inspirational so those are two really good people and you know i encourage people to you know you know the people that we talk to on these podcasts and stuff and even though those are two pretty well-known names you know pick somebody out like that and just research what they did and how they did it and what they went through and what their vision was. So, and you're a uh, part of an organization now that's um, actually associated with the, the, the Disney mindset, right. And uh, the whole process of, of what it meant and what he did as far as, as his vision, right. Yes, actually, about a little over a year ago, I joined an organization called Agent of Excellence. And it is a group of real estate agents who, one, love Disney, (laughs) two, love real estate, and three, they want to apply the excellence and the Disney level of service into their real estate business. Prior to doing the show here, yeah, you got to meet some pretty influential people from the Disney world too as well, right? You got to spend some one-on-one quality time. I have. I have. Actually, one of my favorite leadership books, uh, which is written by Lee Cockrell, who was one of Start Disney in Paris and mm-hmm. also the GM within uh, Disney within Orlando. And his son helped run uh, Magic Kingdom and Epcot along with his wonderful daughter-in-law. And they've been such an influential family Instead of spending $70 in three shirts, I said, I'm going to make you shirts and it's going to have your name on it and you can start your own channel. So it just kind of started from there as kind of like a, you know, a pretend channel. Uh, they're they're going to be their own YouTubers, they're, you know, as themselves for Halloween. And then it, it has evolved. <laughs> they actually really like being behind the camera. So we've made a couple videos, a couple of how-tos, you know, trick-or-treating, how to make tie-dye shirts, how to build a fire pit. And they are really enjoying it. My middleman, who is, who just turned nine about a week and a half ago, is, you know, sat with me. And while I have edited videos, and he's learning to edit himself, and he's nine years old. His mom, I want to take editing classes. I want to learn how to make video. So, I mean, that's a life skill. Whether or not their YouTube channel, you know, takes off and they have a million subscribers, I don't know. They they say hit the bell and we want a platinum button. I'm not sure what that means. I'm getting there. <laughs> mom is learning, <laughs> but mom is learning. But um, what I do know is, you know, it's you know, building their confidence, their learning skills, their, and there you go. They love it. And, and they're having fun together. You know, they're six, nine and 10, which isn't too far apart, but at the same time, I'm going to have one in middle school next year and one that'll be starting second grade and so if you know if it's something that brings the boys together and they want to do things together and love on one another i'm all for it so the well, that's a channel. good example yeah <laughs> i love that so uh if you guys get a chance go out and uh research and search out the jack's channel and hit the like and subscribe button as the little man says and it's kind of <laughs> neat because looking at the channel it's almost kind of bringing out all of their own little personalities and you can almost see who the the hype guy is and who the pitch man is and, and all that. And that's kind of a, that's kind of a neat uh, evolution to watch um, young people get involved in that, because again, that can be something that they can latch on to later on in life that you never know. It might, it might be mom's inspiration to start a YouTube channel that, you know, starts them off on a trajectory on a, on a film career or an editing career or something like that. So, and, and not, not to get too far from that subject, you as well have a YouTube channel. 
And I see that, you, you know, you're, you're consistently providing amazing content on all the subjects from you know, what I've seen, real estate, lifestyle, DIY projects. So, you know, first tell everyone uh, how they can find your channel and any other social media, you know, platforms that you, you post on if, if you would like to, you know, send folks there to check out what you're doing. And, you know, what you want people to know about you and your ultimate goal with those channels. So you can find my channel on YouTube. If you just go to the search bar mm -hmm. and you look up Ashley Houseman, it's like a house and a man together. And the whole idea behind my channel, as much as I would love everything to be real estate, real estate, real estate, nobody wants to hear about real estate, real estate, real estate. So my tagline on my channel is making magic in real estate, mom life and how to. So it's just kind of a well-rounded channel with, a lot of different content. I mean, everything from, yes, of course, the real estate and walkthroughs, but I have a propagating succulents to making stuff on the cricket. So I have a whole, you know, section on my YouTube channel about that, like in how to's. I have videos about the community. I have everything from, you know, the local water park to three hours of beautiful Boca Grande beach bliss which is my favorite place in the whole world that you can just sit there and zone out to i have a, a channel for the, my boys on there i have a channel about disney it's just a really good mix of a lot of different things not just you know not just real estate all the things that things that i find interesting that i love that i want to share with other people and hopefully connect with others they find it interesting well, neat. so we will send people to your channel which is ashley houseman Correct. If they search that, they should be able to find you. There's some really good content yeah. on there. So if you get a chance to go out there and check it out, I'd highly recommend it because there is some good stuff. I really like, what is it, three hours of Boca Grande Beach in the, <laughs> and near sunset. And it's very <laughs> relaxing. And I've actually turned it on a couple of times just to sit and have in the background as I work. And and uh, you definitely accomplished the goal there with it being... Uh, uh, something relaxing to uh, to listen to. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. So, uh, so on to the next question. Uh, I'm a big reader and an audiobook guy. And I just wanted to find out, you know, because I learn stuff from people that, in conversations on what they're, you know, what, what they lean towards. And, you know, I'd like to ask you, what book or books have you given the most as a gift and hopes of bettering someone's life or situation or for whatever reason. Ooh. So I have a lot that I could say, but I'll narrow it down to two if that's okay. I'll sure. make them short and sweet. So a few years ago, I was given the book Rocket Fuel. Mm -hmm. It's about the, the one essential combination that will give you more of what you want from business uh, by, Gina, by Gina Wickman and Mark Winters. And it was kind of a slow read at first. But then once I got to the part about Walt Disney, it all clicked. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> about, and really the one thing I took from that book was I had to identify and the fact and, and realize that I am a visionary uh, in my life and in my business and I am not an integrator. And so the whole premise behind the book is there's the visionary and there's the integrator. And I think... <laughs> you know, coming to the realization that that's what I was, I feel like that has helped me delegate better and more efficiently. And then also, you know, things that I should be working on, things I shouldn't be working on to help make my business, you know, grow mm -hmm. and, and what I need to ask for help with. So that was like a really big come in the Jesus moment for me when, cause I liked everything done right the first time. And you know, sometimes visionaries should not be doing integrator tasks. <laughs> so Rocket Fuel was definitely a really great book for me to read this past year. And another book that was also given to me that I have given multiple times is, I'm sure this will not be a surprise to you, is The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. And you know, the whole idea behind the one thing is what is the one thing I can do that's 
such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary. And I try to take that approach, you know, daily and weekly and, you know, what I can be doing and working on rather than doing multiple things, which leads to another principle in that book is about multitasking. I surprised myself on being a multitasker and I could do so many things at one time. And so the whole section about multitasking is a lie. <laughs> I felt so right. seen. <laughs> I felt so exposed and so seen, but it's so true because when you're, you know, putting your heart and your energy into so many things at one time, it's really hard to do one thing really, really well um, and effectively and in a timely manner. So uh, the one thing is definitely a book that I highly recommend and have given out to multiple people. For me, and again, that follows back. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show um, is that it seems to me, based off of our conversations, that you are a person that prides themselves on being productive and not busy and and that we try to peel back the onion a little bit, if you want to call it that, on, you know, what makes people, successful people tick. And a lot of the times you can circle back around to that as that they master the task of finding the thing that can make other things either irrelevant or unnecessary. And, and that can really, honestly, it can go to just about anything from, you know, cleaning the house to doing dishes to your daily route on how you're going to, you know, go to your appointments, right? You try to find the most efficient way to do that, to save time. Because obviously being a busy mom and a, and a wife and a business owner, you, you really have to prioritize your, your time, I would say. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Very so much neat. so. <laughs> All right. So taking off of that, what piece of advice would you give someone looking to do something out of their comfort level? So in other words, not just your daily task, but let's say that somebody wants to, you know, start a flower shop or somebody wants to a catering company, but they're scared. What piece of advice would you give that person uh, to make them feel better about taking that leap? So let's say you're having a conversation with somebody and they say, oh, I, wish I, you know, I really wish I could do this or I wish I could do that other than what they're doing now. What piece of advice would you give them as a successful businesswoman? and wife and mom and dog mom and all the stuff that goes along with that, what piece of advice would you give them uh, to make them feel better about taking that leap? To be completely honest, first and foremost, I would say pray about it. If it's something that's a really, really big decision, I mean, even small, small things too, you should pray about. But that's one thing that I have personally integrated into my life that I really feel like has helped me with the right direction. Like even every single night when I tuck my boys in the bed and I pray with my boys at night, like my boys have started to mimic some of the prayers I've prayed with them. And one of them has been to pray for mommy and daddy's business. So it's first and foremost, if, if you're not doing that, like <laughs> how right. do you know you're going, even in the right direction? But uh, in addition to that, I would say is really surround yourself with, like-minded people that are going to support you I mean starting any any new business or venture or blog or you know anything it's like you have to surround yourself with people who support you is I mean obviously you want to know if you're going to start a flower shop you, you better know a little bit about flowers um you know right. you always want to know be knowledgeable about what it is that you are wanting to do but you really need to build yourself a good support system and people who are going to hold you accountable. I mean, if you start a flower shop and, you know, you don't hit your goal the first month, you're not going to like close the doors and, and quit. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes things take time and you need people who are going to support you and hold you accountable and, you know, build you mm -hmm. up and to help you keep going. So those are a couple of things that I would definitely recommend uh, if you're starting something new or a new venture or whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right. And a lot of people have a hard time differentiating a hobby from a business. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and that's, and that's the key to it. And, uh, you know, surrounding yourself with people like yourself and, and, and other mentors or examples of people is before you take that leap, make sure you're differentiating something that you might want to do as a hobby. And, and if it's a hobby and you're passionate about it, then turn it into a business and it can be done. Mm -hmm. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that with us. And, and that's an important lesson is the, the sphere, the sphere of people that you put around it from encouragement to support, to knowledge, to 
everything that you know it takes to to run a successful business or even have a successful idea for a business is to make sure that you surround yourself with the, with the right people. So that's uh, that's uh, a, a real key piece of information, and you hit the nail right on the head there. So um, so obviously, you know, I, I like to take business and life and and break them off into pieces. And, and because it, it takes a book of business, right, for you to build a habit or, or, you know, habits in general, right? It takes a period of time. A habit usually takes, what, 21 days, they say, I believe it takes to create a habit. And, and I look at life in that way as well. So this question is going to be something that, you know, I'd be, I'd be interested to see what you pick out of this. But in the last five years, what habit, belief, or behavior have you personally implemented in your life that has most improved your situation, whether it be life, um, you know, family, business, whatever? Last five years. So although the pandemic and COVID has been terrible and there's been a lot of bad things that have come out of that, I will say that there has been some blessing that has come out of that for me uh, as far as business and in life. So it has truly helped me to find balance. You know, prior to the pandemic, I was a part of multiple chambers and the Builders Association. And, you know, I was getting home late almost every night because I was working and I was missing dinner and I was missing, you know, talking the boys in. And it wasn't until the world stopped and shut down where I realized that, you know, what I was missing and my my work-life balance was way work-life balance because it's so cliche but the balance between the two was truly skewed and you know it was just way off so I think making time and being very intentional with my time and my time blocking you know even though we had that seven month long spring break where the kids were home it was just really time blocking my day and so that I was getting my work done. I was getting time in with the boys to do their school. I was getting quality time in with them that was fun, that was not school. But then I was also, you know, going back into work as well. So I think that being thrown into a world of chaos um, has really, really helped me realize how much time blocking and, you know, managing my time for both work and for family and scheduling both in has just been so, so, so important. You know, I've carried on those principles for almost two years now, or coming up to two years, and I truly feel like this crazy blip in time. <laughs> Sorry, we've been, we've been watching a lot of Avengers lately, the blip. Right. <laughs> but this blip, this blip in time has truly just made me so thankful and appreciative for every aspect of my life, and I feel like that will not only mm-hmm. come to help me five years from now, but for the rest of my life. Well, it's interesting you say that because obviously doing what I do as a coach, I, I, I come across a lot of people, business owners and, and people in sales and entrepreneurs. And it, it's funny because you can tell the people that are wired for success when they take the blip, as you say, and they mm-hmm. turn that into an opportunity to bring clarity, whether it be, you know, time blocking, like you said, it, it's very interesting to, to say, because th- that had to have been an important time in your life, because it was a major adjustment, because again, you were a mom, wife, business owner, and now you're a teacher. And that was, I'm sure, an interesting obstacle that you had to take a step back and look and say, hey, look, I've got to, I've got to make this work. And you did the necessary adjustments, right, to to forge forward because it would have been easy just to fall back and blame the, the pandemic and blame kids being out of school for things not happening. You were able to juggle all of that and come out the other end, a better mom, wife, business owner and teacher. Right. So that's, that's a neat take on that. So um, my next piece though, that I've, I want to ask you about is what is the worst piece of advice that you've ever you've ever personally received or that you hear people telling other people that just makes you cringe like what is it that you hear people say or what piece of advice have you been given that you just look and said what the heck oh okay i have to laugh because 
it's about our my profession here. So mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I either heard people say this or people who have asked me about, you know, I'm going to take the leap and I'm going to be, you know, go into real estate and be a realtor so I can have all this free time and make good money and spend time with my family. And I smile and I say, well, do you want the truth? <laughs> you want to know how it really is? Or do you just want to, like, or you want the HGTV version? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know. So people don't realize I, I laugh and I, and I cringe at the same time because a lot of people think this job is so easy and they think that it's, you know, you show houses all day and write contracts and, you know, pick out colors for mm -hmm. paints and stuff like that. And I, I think showing property is probably like 5% of my, my career. You know, the majority right. of my career is, you know, being strategic and problem solving when things go wrong and, you know, with inspections yep. or, you know, helping people prepare for a property when it's not ready and negotiations and, you know, a lot of stress and hitting timelines. And I mean, there is so, 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 so much more than showing houses and making money. And by the way, you don't get nights and weekends off. <laughs> I mean, you can time block that in. I am. You know, like I said, I'm a time blocker, um, mm -hmm. but that was part of my problem pre-pandemic. I was working every night and every weekend, and I, you know, that was time that robbed robbed my time away from my family as a wife and a mom. So it didn't give me the freedom to, you know, just do whatever I wanted. It actually took away. So you just have to be careful with that. But a lot of people go into this profession thinking that it's going to be, you know, a walk in the park and easy and have all this free time and it's not the case. It's a lot of hard work and a lot of, you know, learning. I mean, like I said, I'm third generation. I've been doing this for 18 years and I'm learning new things every day. <laughs> so right. it's just, well, uh, and people yeah. And people forget with, with being an entrepreneur of any kind, a lot of times people, you know, don't see the big picture and behind the curtain, as we say, is mm -hmm. that, you know, you're everything. You're the boss, you're the marketer you're the accountant, you're the, the driver, right? You're, you're, you're the, the lead generator, you're all of that. And, and that's why systems and processes are so important. And I'm sure, mm -hmm. you know, time blocking spots for each one of those things um, is, is uh, a top priority. So that, that advice that you gave about realtors is true because I too am a licensed realtor and I have people ask me that all the time, that, you know, they, they watch an episode or two of HGTV or Million Dollar Listing, and they think that, you know, we sit around at Starbucks drinking coffee and, mm. and shop for expensive clothes all day, and, and that's, that's not the case. So um, it's interesting that it, uh, to, your take on that, because I, I understand where you're coming from on that. So, so now here's where the fun begins. I appreciate your time, and you've been an amazing guest, but I'm going to – so off topic a little bit and we're going to get off of business and we're going to talk about Ashley and some of her likes. So <laughs> to finish this up, here's a couple of fun questions for you. Would you rather travel back in time or would you rather travel into the future and why? If you could. Back in time or into the future. Um, You know, I mentioned earlier that we're big Marvel fans. I mean, when, when I have three little boys at home, it's hard not to. So I think that, you know, I think around the era, like in the 20s and 30s, you know, when you look at old movies and how things were then, like I know it was a very hard era to live in, but at the same time, it's hard not to romanticize about it as well. You know, you watch Captain America and just want to you know, throw yourself into that time period and see what it was like. I think I'd rather go back than forward. Uh, I'm good not knowing what's coming up in the future, you know? Uh, right. I think Marty McFly did enough of that for us, so I'm good. <laughs> uh, but um, I don't know. I think maybe going back, I mean, if that was the time frame, I think that would, you know, and I, like I said before, you know, one of the most inspirational people in my life was my Nana. And I, I've heard so many stories you know, from that era, from her, and I just wish I could have seen it with my own two eyes rather than, you know, listening and imagining. So I think definitely going back versus going forward. Neat. Okay. So here's another one. 
if you could pack your bags tonight and leave for the airport tomorrow, where would you go and why? Mm. Well, if you would have asked me this a month ago, I would have said I'd like to go to Hawaii to Alani, which is the Disney resort in Hawaii. However, I just found out that our retreat is going to be there in fall of 2023. So that is on my goal. It's on my bucket list and it's also on my calendar. <laughs> so nice. definitely happening. Uh, but if I got an opportunity to go somewhere else, my best friend and I have talked about, uh, you know, we're big, we're, you know, we're affectionados of French champagne and French food, you know, butter on top of butter. So yeah. I think one day I would really like to go to France and just I'm not necessarily I don't have to go to Paris, but I would really like to go and just travel and, you know, go to the Champagne region and just spend a couple of days or weeks out there nice. and maybe travel Europe. I've never been to Europe at all before. So that would be pretty cool. But I think well, definitely exploring the Champagne region with my best friend would pretty, be pretty amazing. That would be amazing. And you are kind of uh, not an expert, but you have a little uh, formal education in in the wine genre, don't you? I do. I do. I actually took that as an elective in college. It was called World of Wines. <laughs> and I didn't realize that it was going to be one of the hardest classes I've ever taken. <laughs> um, it was a it's a geography class and, you know, we had to learn about, you know, all the different countries all over the world and how to, you know, to spell everything and that language. I mean, however many languages, I can't even tell you how many different languages I had to learn, um, at least, you know, basic stuff wine related. So it was hard, but I definitely have a very deep appreciation for all wine. Um, I just nice. kind of lean, I just kind of lean towards the bubbles far as being my favorite so that pretty much answers my next question which is what is your guilty pleasure to reward yourself for a win or a milestone when you hit those and you want to celebrate Hmm. so on a budget basis i'd say i'd probably head to my favorite island Uh, locally i love boca grand it's my favorite place in the whole world i know we already talked about the fact that I have a three-hour video on YouTube. And I also have a one-hour video of the sunset there, too, by the way. You'll have to check that out. So nice. uh, many milestones. I will reward myself to go and just kind of relax there. I do, I do get work done on there, too. So it's not like I'm going there and not working. But as far as major milestones, I am a collector of nice handbags so if I hit some when I say major milestones I mean like if my goal was 11 million and I hit 11 million that year then I'm hitting my milestone and I'm going to go shopping (laughs) so uh anyhow but yes I like bubbles I like beaches and I like handbags (laughs) nice okay and and you've elaborated on a couple times throughout the podcast here but what is your favorite movie or movie series that you will stop in your tracks and watch whenever it's on. So pretty much any Disney movie. However, if I get off the Disney subject, uh, we do as a family very much enjoy the Harry Potter films. So uh, because not only do I read workbooks or, you know, business books, I like to read for fun as well. So, you know, the Harry Potter series has been really fun. Just always pick up something new, you know, when you're watching those. So, you love my my Harry Potter. It's my it's my inner Ravenclaw, so blame me on that. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So you are a Ravenclaw. All right. And then um, we've just got a couple more here, and I hope uh, you're enjoying this because I'm enjoying it because we're, we're sharing some neat information with people that hopefully we'll find helpful. And we're getting to know Ashley Hausman, the person, which you know, not a lot of people get an opportunity to do because you are a busy, successful businesswoman. And uh, we appreciate you taking a few minutes and time blocking us in for this. But um, what is a food that you can't live without or a restaurant that you will drive a non-convenient distance to indulge in? Definitely Chick-fil-A. 
Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Something easy. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I love pizza, though. I think if, like, my last meal on Earth would have to be pizza. I love pizza. Like, really good pizza. But, but no, as far as the restaurant, I will plan road trips around Gas Phillips on Chick-fil-A exits. <laughs> right. I well, I think may- they they opened up a new a new level of point system recently and it it was kind of it was kind of a bad thing when you know it takes a long time to hit the next level when they when they opened up the new point system i was already a member of the next level oh, go, oh boy I go, I go a little bit well i think so. even on one of your videos didn't you guys make a special trip somewhere to like the original chick-fil-a we did. We did. We visited the Dwarf House and just outside of Atlanta, which is the original, the original Chick Fil A, the Dwarf House. It was pretty cool. Got to sit on the bench with Truett Cathy, also a, an amazing. That's you know, that's another person. If I go back to the other question, Truett Cathy is somebody who I would have absolutely loved, loved, loved to have had the opportunity to talk with. So, absolutely yeah. a pioneer in the business world for sure. So, you know, forging mm-hmm. his own path. Um, so now, so lastly, I, this is kind of a selfish question and I tend to like to ask really successful people on what their opinion is on implementing a coach into your life and your business. And is that an impactful step that somebody could take to better themselves? Cause I run into it as a coach. I run into it where people kind of feel like if they're successful, that they're, they're good with where they're at. How, how does a, a coach um, change your mentality or help you in, in, in your business world and, and life in general? Is that something that you would recommend to people or how, how would you, what's your, what's your vision and approach on, on coaching, even though that you're incredibly successful uh, as you sit? So, I don't care how successful you are. If you're not learning and always learning and implementing new things into your business and, you know, staying up with all the changes that are happening in the world or in the industry, you're, I mean, I, I feel like that alone is one important reason to have a coach. So you always have to be learning, always stay on top of things within your industry. Uh, so thankfully, or thankfully, I had prior coaching experience from multiple coaches before I started my coaching program with you. And mm-hmm. I won't name the coaching program. They're very, very, very well known real estate realm and paid thousands of dollars a quarter and didn't feel like I had the success I, that I was looking for, you know, with that came with the prestige of those programs. I wasn't, you know, the sales weren't really moving and I really didn't feel like my coach cared about us. Um, I felt like they were reading out of a book. And so I was kind of had a bad taste in my mouth about coaching for a while until I had the opportunity to meet you and coach with you the past, well, I think, are we coming up on three years? Three years, three years of yeah. coaching. Three years of coaching. Wow. So it's been night and day. I've been so thankful for well, you as a person uh, because you actually care as a coach. You care about my business, but you also care about my life and my family and my hobbies because you encourage growth in all aspects of my life versus just my business. And another thing that has been so great about coaching with you is the fact that you're never going to read out of a book and tell me what's going to make me successful. And you're never going to tell me to do something that you yourself haven't, haven't personally tried or wouldn't be willing to try. To me, that speaks, that's a, that means a lot to me because, you know, actions speak louder than words. Anybody can read out of the book, but you are so, so encouraging and inspirational and passionate about what you do. It's hard not to get excited about my own business and, you know, try the things that you're wanting me to try because I know that you, like I said, you've either had success in those areas or, you know, you know what you're doing. It's been great. And more than anything, I appreciate the accountability aspect. You know, you never act like you're too busy to answer questions or help with something, no matter how big or how small it is. So I'm very grateful for your help with the coaching, not only for me, but also for our team and also within our new business. We started a guitar business and 
I know you have the music background and you have been very inspirational in helping the guitar business get off the the ground too. So not just real estate, you just, you're coaching us in all areas, which has been amazing. So thank you for that. So yes, I highly, 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 highly recommend coaching and I recommend coaching with you. Well, I appreciate that. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you that I appreciate you. I appreciate your family, appreciate your business. And I appreciate the fact that I learned stuff from you guys as well. And I appreciate the opportunity and thank you so much for coming on the show and being vulnerable and showing everybody actually globally, because we have listeners in 29 countries that, you know, no matter what, Pandemic, no pandemic, man, woman, three kids, four dogs, and a husband. You can <laughs> you can be you can be successful. All you have to do is is surround yourself with the right people, have a plan, take action. That that's a that's a key point. And that you've shared some really key points with us on what it takes to be successful. And I really appreciate your time. Thank you for taking the time out away from your family to do this with us. And uh, again, we would love for you guys to visit the Jack's channel uh, on YouTube. We'd love for you to visit Ashley Hausman's uh, YouTube channel, follow her on uh, social media. Um, she has some very, very good content out there that is helpful. Uh, it's kind. Uh, the world needs a little more of that. And, and, and you're coming from you're coming from kindness and contribution, and that's why we enjoyed having you on the show. And that's that's what we aim for when we bring people on the show. So thank you so much for your time. You guys have a great day or night, whenever you're listening to this. And be kind, say something nice to somebody, sell a bunch, and take care. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks Ashley, for having me. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. Hey, before we get the show started, I just want to say thanks to some of our sponsors. First of all, I'd like to thank Ohana Guitar Company. See, Ohana Guitar Company is a custom guitar shop with skillfully handcrafted guitars you've been looking for. Ohana features a full array of guitars from customization set by your unique standards or traditional designs and features that you already know and love. Ohana Guitar Company uses classic tone woods for everything from the body throughout the neck and fretboard. Telecaster Stratocaster styles are also available in addition to skillfully handmade small batch one-of-a-kind guitars. You can visit them at www.ohanaguitarcompany.com and connect with them on Twitter and Instagram at Ohana Guitar Co. We're looking forward to making Ohana a part of your guitar family and our podcast family for a long time. You've been listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast with Coach Wayne. Join us next time for more money-making strategies to help you have less stress and more free time. Follow us on Facebook at Productive Not Busy, on Instagram, at frontline.coach.wayne and on Twitter at Wayne New Jr. And remember, be productive, not busy.